Welcome to Zichud Dafsi Man Member by Abraham Goldhai and the Rimur Sekhus Megillah Daf Chavav. Beginning the fourth parak B'nai Ir. The Zichud Sekhus Megillah program has been generously sponsored by the Queen's Zichud Chaburah. So the three are going to focus on number one. The opening mission, the fourth parak states B'nai Ir Shemachru Beisikanesis Lochin Teva. If residents of a town sold a Beisikanesis, they may purchase an ark, an aron, with its proceeds. This is based on the principle of Malim B'Kodesh Velomaridin. We ascend in Kodesh matters, but we do not descend. In this case, the Ark has more Kedushan than the base Ganesis. With regard to the sale of the base Ganesis, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni said in the name of Yonasan, Loshana o Beis Ganesis shall kfarim. The mission's ruling is only in regard to a countryside shul, which is the property of the villagers, of o Beis Ganesis shall krachin, but regarding a shul in a city, came into Ma'ama Asule, Lomatz Mezabnile, Dehabli, Derabim. Since people from outside the city come to it, the residents of the city have no right to sell it because it belongs to the general public. Tosos explains that since outsiders come, the people who built it consecrated it with them in mind, even though they did not contribute to its construction. Therefore, it has greater kedusha. Alternatively, the people from outside do contribute to its construction and maintenance, and therefore cannot be considered exclusively the property of the town's residents. Point number two, the Gemara brings Malchokas, whether Nishalka Yushalayim Lushvatim, whether Yushalayim was apportioned to the Shvatim. After the Gemara brings up Brisa to support the view that it was apportioned to the Shvatim, based on a Brisa that teaches how the base of Mikdash area was divided among the tribes of Yehuda and Binyamin, it brings the following Brisa that supports the view that it was not apportioned to the Shvatim. It was taught, Batim one may not rent out houses in Yushalayim because the houses are not theirs, but they belong to the greater public. Rashi explains that people were not permitted to rent out their homes, so they only were gone to the pilgrims. Rather, they had to let them stay for free. Rabbi Azarbat Sadak said, Afmomitos, they may also not rent out beds. Tosos explains that since the beds are standing on public property, they did not have the right to rent them out for a full rental fee. Lafikov Oros Kachim Balishbizin Notun Osim Bizroa. Therefore, the innkeepers were allowed to take the hides of the people's offerings by force. And point number three was taught in a Brisa, Tashmishi Mitzvah Nizrakin. Objects used for doing a mitzvah may be discarded since they do not have kedusha after their use. Tashmishi kedusha nignazin. But objects which are accessories to kedush items must be put in the gniza. These are tashmishi mitzvah, a sukkah, a lulav, a shofar, and sitzes. They may be discarded after their use. And these are tashmishi kedusha, tuskame svarim, tefillin mezuzas, sacks for sacred books, tefillin and mezuzas, v'tikshel sefer Torah, a case for a sefer Torah, v'nartikshel tefillin urtsu osehen and a case for Tefillin and their straps. So once again, the three points are number one. The opening mission of the fourth parak states, B'nai Ir Shemachru Beis Lochin Teva. If residents of a town sold a Beis Knesses, they may purchase an Aron with its proceeds. This is based on the principle of Malim B'Kodesh Vilmaridim. We ascend in Kodesh matters, and we do not descend. In this case, the Aron, the Ark, has more Kedushan than the Beis Knesses. With regard to the sale of the Beis Knesses, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni said, and then Rabbi Yonasan, the mission's ruling is only in regard to a countryside shul, which is the property of the villagers, of a base Knesset shul Karachim. But regarding a shul in a city, came into Ma'ama Asule, since people from outside the city come to it, the residents of the city have no right to sell it because it belongs to the general public. Tosos explains that since the outsiders come, the people who built it consecrated it with them in mind, even though they did not contribute to its construction, therefore it has greater Kedusha. Alternatively, the people from outside do contribute to its construction and maintenance, and therefore it cannot be considered exclusively the property of the town's residents. Point number two, more brings them out, whether Nishalku Yushalayim Lushvatim, whether Yushalayim was a portion to the Shvatim. After the more brings a Brisa to support the view that it was a portion to the Shvatim, based on a Brisa that teaches how the base of Mikdash area was divided among the tribes of Yehuda and Binyamin, it brings the following Brisa that supports the view that it was not a portion to the Shvatim. 
It was taught, One may not rent out houses in Yerushalayim with Nesha Ein and Shalahen because the houses are not theirs, but they belong to the greater public. Rashi explains that people were not permitted to rent out their homes to the Oyer Gaim, the pilgrims. Rather, they had to let them stay for free. But Yazubar said, They may also not rent out beds. Tosis explains that since the beds are standing on public property, they did not have the right to rent them out for a full rental fee. Therefore, the innkeepers were allowed to take the hides of the people's offerings by force. And point number three was taught in a brace that Tashmishe mitzvah is rocking. Objects used for doing a mitzvah may be discarded since they do not have kedusha after they use. Tashmishe kedusha nignozim. But objects which are accessories to kadush items must be put in igniza. These are Tashmishe mitzvah, a sukkah, a lulv, shofar, and tzitzes. They may be discarded after the use. And these are Tashmishe kedusha. Duskame svarim, tefillin mezuzah, sacks for sacred books, tefillin mezuzahs, vatik shal a case for a sefer Torah, and a case for tefillin and their straps. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dov Chavav, and our standard simon is a military coup. A military coup. So here goes. The soldiers taking part in the military coup, who surrounded the shul in the city to prevent its sale, stayed overnight for free in Yerushalayim by hosts that next to the town Geniza for Tashmishe Kedusha. Once again, it's slow motion. The soldiers taking part in the military coup. Coup? That must be more Dov Chavav. The soldiers taking part in the military coup who surrounded the shul in the city to prevent its sale, which reminds us, a shul can be sold to purchase an arm based on Malim Bakojvil Marin. We ascend in coach matters, but we do not descend. But this only applies to a countryside shul. A shul belonging to the city may not be sold since people from outside the city come to it. The residents of the city have no right to sell it because it belongs to the general public. So the soldiers taking part in the military coup who surrounded the shul in the city to prevent its sale... Stayed overnight for free in Yerushalayim, which reminds us, the Gemara brings the Malchok as whether Nishalki Yerushalayim was Shvatim, whether Yerushalayim was a portion of the Shvatim. After the Gemara brings a Brisa to support the view that it was a portion of the Shvatim, based on how the temple area was divided among the tribes of Yehuda and Binyamin, it brings a Brisa that supports the view that it was not a portion of the Shvatim, which states, one may not rent out houses in Yerushalayim if Nishayim and Shalahan, because the houses are not theirs, but they belong to the greater public. Rather, they had to let the Oyer Galim stay there for free. But we as said, Aflomitos, they may also not rent out beds. So the soldiers taking part in the military coup who surrounded the shul in the city to prevent its sale stayed overnight for free in Yushalayim by hosts that live next to the town Geniza for Tashmishe Kadusha, which reminds us it was taught in a brace of Tashmishe mitzvah Nizrakin, objects used for doing a mitzvah such as a sukkah, of shofar, and tzitzes, may be discarded since they do not have kedusha after their use. Tashmishe kedusha nignazim, but objects which are accessories to kadusha items such as sacks for sacred books, tefillin and mezuzahs, a tikshul sefer Torah, and a case for tefillin and their straps, must be put in a geniza. So once again, the soldiers taking part in the military coup who surrounded the shul in the city to prevent its sale stayed overnight for free in Yerushalayim. By host of next to the town Geniza for Tashmishe Kedusha. Alright, now it's time for Forbla Bat Chazara. Daf Chabbeis. So the sim Daf Chabbeis is a cab. So here goes. The cab, cab. That must mean Daf Chabbeis. The cab pulled up with the shul with two passengers who were going to get their two alios from five psukim, which reminds us that we have a Malkokus Rav and Shmuel regarding what to do when there are two alios sharing five psukim, when the rule is that one who reads the Torah must read a minimum of three psukim. Rob says, Doi, that the second aliyah rereads the third pasuk, since we don't split psukim that Moshe did not split. And Shmuel holds Paskin, and they do split the third pasuk in half because of a gazera of people coming late or leaving early who will think that one of the aliyahs was only two psukim. 
So the cab pulled up at the shul with two passengers who were going to get their two aliyahs from Vibsukim. When a second cab pulled up with the person getting the third aliyah on the day of Atinas. Which reminds us, we have a rule that on Atinas and Tishbub, where there's Bitamalacha, a loss of work that would come from delaying people in shul, there are only three aliyahs. And when there is no Bitamalacha, such as on Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoed, there are four aliyahs. So the cab pulled up at the shul with two passengers who were going to get their two aliyahs from five sukim, when a second cab pulled up with the person getting the third aliyah on the day of Atinas, just as the rub inside was saying Tachanun sitting up because of the stone floor, which reminds us that one of the reasons given as to why Rub did not bow down on the floor during Tachanun is that there was a stone floor in his section and he did not want to be over on bowing down on an Evan Muskies. Daf Chav Gimel, so the Simon Daf Chav Gimel is Kugelach. So here goes. The excited Kugelach players, Kugelach players, that must be more Daf Chav Gimel. The excited Kugelach players who were quick to come to the tournament and planning to be quick to leave for the pizza party afterwards, which reminds us that Gamora seeks to determine the author of the following Bryce that says the Nyan to become later to Shul and are quick to leave, which Rashi explains we come later because we're preparing the Suda and quick to leave because of Simcha's Yantav. On Yom Kippur, we're quick to come to Shul and leave late. We come early because there's no Suda to prepare. And on Shabbos, we are quick to come and quick to go. Rashi explains that since the meal has already been prepared, we can come earlier. It's also ideal so Kriyashma can be done before sunrise. People are quick to go so they have more time to enjoy Shabbos. So the excited Kugel players who are quick to come to the tournament and planning to be quick to leave for the pizza party afterwards were seated at tables with three, five, and seven players. Which reminds us, what do the three readers of the Torah for Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos Mincha, the five readers for Yantav, and the seven readers for Shabbos correspond to? So one or more holds is Kenegad Birchaz Gohanim. They correspond to the number of words in the three Psukim Birchaz Gohanim. The other Amor says they're connected different levels of royal attendance. So the excited Kugelach players who are quick to come to the tournament and planning to be quick to leave for the pizza party afterwards, were seated at tables with three, five, and seven players, while their fathers made a minion together, each one davening for his son's success. Which reminds us, we learn from the Pasuk, in Yiddashti, Betok Bnei Yisrael, I'll be sanctified in the midst of Bnei Yisrael, that Kol Dabr Shabbat Kedusha, Oye Masari, any matter of Kedusha shall not have less than ten men. The Gemara is how it's known that ten men are required, and brings that, Rechia Tata Gezer Shabbat, connects the word Toch in the Pasuk, to their toch in the parsha of Korach, he bottomed tocha Ada, and connects the word Ada in the pasuk of Korach to the word Ada in the pasuk of the Meraglim. Daf Chavtalad. So the similar Daf Chavtalad is a pitcher. So here goes the shul that had a cupboard full of pitchers. Pitchers that must be learned Daf Chavdalad. The shul that had a cupboard full of pitchers engraved with Achron Achron Chaviv to give us gifts to honor the members willing to do maftir, which reminds us we have a malchukas as to why the one who's accustomed to doing maftir gets so many honors in that he's poor as he repeats the Shema Esrei, and if he's a cone, he's no says kapav. Our papa said Mishim Kavod is because of our honor. Rashi explains that since he diminished himself and read Maftir, which is not a Kavod, we give him roles that do afford him honor. Rabbi Rashimi said Mishim Da'asi Lansuye because he might otherwise come to Malchokas with a Baltfil, meaning that since the Baltfil received payment for his services, the Maftir might become resentful that he's not paid too. So the shul that had a cupboard full of pictures engraved with Achron Achron Chaviv to give us gifts to honor the members willing to do Maftir had a blind shield at Sibor recite the bracha of Yotzeh HaMa'oros, which reminds us, we have Malchokas, whether a Suma, a blind person, can be poor as Shema, since he recites the bracha of Yotzeh HaMa'oros. Rehuda says he does not, since he does not get Hanah from the light. The Chavim say he does, since he benefits from the fact that a person with sight can lead him. So the shul that had a cupboard full of pictures engraved with Achron Achron Chaviv, to give us gifts to honor the members willing to do Maftir, had a blind Shulech Sibor, who recited the bracha of Yotzeh HaMa'oros, 
and didn't realize he accidentally put on a round pair of tefillin. Which reminds us, the Mishnah states, One who makes his head tefillin around is in danger because if he bumps into a low doorway, he could puncture a skull and there's no mitzvah performed when he wears it. Dav Chafhei. So the Sim Dav Chafhei is a silver anniversary. So here goes. When the husband gave his wife a ring in the shape of a bird's nest on their silver anniversary, silver anniversary, that must mean we're on Dav Chafhei. When the husband gave his wife a ring in the shape of a bird's nest on their silver anniversary and said, Hashem should have mercy on her too, which reminds us that two reasons are given as to why we silence someone who says, One reason is because he's matokina, but my sebreshis, he's provoking jealousy in the works of creation since he's suggesting that Kosh Baruch has mercy on the birds but not on other animals. Or we silence because he makes the mitzvahs of a Kodesh Baruch Hu and tax rachamim when in fact there are only gezeras. So when the husband gave his wife a ring in the shape of a bird's nest on their silver anniversary and said Hashem should have mercy on her too, she grew irate and said all she wants from him is a little year shemayim, which reminds us Rabbi Chinina said everything is in the hands of heaven except for the fear of heaven as the pasuk states. And now you saw what does the Shem your God ask of you? But to fear Shem your God. The Gemara asks, Is the Torah implying that the fear of heaven is a small matter? The Gemara answers, Yes, regarding Moshe, our teacher, it's a small matter. And then brings a mushal to illustrate why. So, when the husband gave a wife a ring in the shape of a bird's nest on their silver anniversary and said, Hashem should have mercy on her too, she grew irate and said all she wants from him is a little year shamayim. And then made him translate the psukim of the Cheta Egel as a form of kapar, which reminds us. The more explains why certain partials of the Torah we read and translate, and other ones we do not translate. The first narration of the Cheta Egel may be read and translated. One might have thought we should be concerned about the honor of Yisrael. However, we translate it anyways, the Havyuluhu Kapar, because it will be Kapar for them. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgol Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.